What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Brick House, where the takes don't miss. Uh, this episode we're recording like the night, the night before the first the um, preseason. Yeah, the first games of preseason. So, so we're gonna be uh, going over some some of our bold predictions, uh, just overall season predictions, and like what we think is gonna happen. So, yeah, it's a that's about it. It for this episode. Lots of predictions in general. I'm definitely super excited for the season to start again. Like, I mean, it hasn't been as long as a normal off season, but we also haven't had stuff like summer league and and right. uh, stuff like that. So I'm definitely excited to uh, see these rookies in action, see like all the guys on their new teams. And one thing I'm especially excited for tomorrow with the uh, Pistons playing the Knicks tomorrow. I'm excited to see my guy Jello Ball out there in action, <laughs> dude. I mean, man's playing for his life out there. Like, hopefully, he can show out and nab that roster spot. Yeah, how do you think he'll look? <laughs> like, I've I have no because I've never even seen him really like any like legit game film of him before, like ever. Yeah, I mean, I can like he's he's definitely like at least from what I've seen, he's the best shooter of the three. But he's well, also like the least. Says. No, but like that's what that's what it looks like in the highlights. But he's also really? like the least. Yeah, he's got the most normal looking shot, and he makes the most threes. He was also the leading scorer on Chino Hills, like even when they had Lonzo. Was he yeah. actually? Yeah, dude, a lot of yeah, people and, underestimate and his senior him. and his senior year after Lonzo was gone, I'm pretty sure he was like the leading scorer in like all of USA high school basketball. He was. <laughs> what? Dude, so like, so like Jello's no slouch, dude. Like. People, because Melo and Lonzo are so good, I feel like people make Leangelo out to be some bum. But, like, he's, he's at yeah. least a good shooter, dude. And he's, like, a 6'5 guy with, like, wide shoulders and, like, yeah, like kind of like a big body for his size. So, yeah. I feel like if he can hit threes, like, maybe get some rebounds, play some physical defense, like, maybe on some bigger guys, he could probably, like, make his way onto the roster at least. Yeah. Dude, I just feel like a lot of people like shit on him for no reason. Like you gotta, you gotta think about it. He was the leading scorer on the best team in the country, even when um, Lonzo was there. He went to UCLA. Yeah, obviously, he made a mistake there, got kicked off the team. But then he went to Lithuania with um, Lamelo that first year. And he played well, and yeah, he did really he, well. He shot forty percent from three. He did really well. Um, he's like six five, best shooter out of all the brothers. Um, freaking, uh, he went into the NBA draft right after that. And you got to think about it. It's no, like, 
it's no small feat to make it on a G League team either. Like, there's only 800 people combined from the NBA and the G League out of the whole world. So, like, he's top 800 in the world at least. And then now with his signing to the Pistons, like, you can't – like, a lot of people shit on him and say, like, oh, he's only there for his name, blah, blah. It's, like, one of those tests or whatever. But, like – in reality, dude, like, he's a really good basketball player, and he's been working this whole offseason. Like, there's been mad videos of him. Um, he he was in the draft, tried out with a bunch of different teams, and he's been around for a while. Like, a lot of people just like to shit on him because of the stature of his brothers. But I think I think he'll be decent if he gets signed to a team. Yeah, I mean, I wish I saw him play at UCLA, but um, <laughs> he, uh, he stole that shit from him. What was it, a Chinese Louis Vuitton? Yeah, like the Louis Vuitton store, yeah, in China. Yeah. Which, Which doesn't make sense to me. Like, when you have all that money, why? why? Yeah, that's, a, like, that's what i Probably peer pressure or some shit, dude. His teammates were probably like, yo, man, let's grab this shit. And Jello was probably like, word, I'm with it. Dude, Jello could probably pay for all of his teammates in that store, so it just yeah, didn't make sense point. to me. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Big Baller brand was... Yeah, probably, and they had the show, right. like... Yes, I don't know what that was all about. But yeah, like he's he's played pro in Lithuania. He's been on a, a G League team. Like I'm excited to see him tomorrow. It should be great. Yeah, but in, in in Lithuania they didn't get paid though, so he wasn't getting that guap from there. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, they're yeah. playing for free out there, dude. Damn, I didn't know that. Um, all right. So before we get into like the season preview and shit, we we gotta talk about we gotta talk about your boy Godwall getting traded. You know, yeah, dude, how do you feel? You know, I thought I was going to be mad about it at first. Um, obviously, we knew it was coming. Did uh, we, though? I thought dude, you, I thought there's you were been, denying it. But there, there was rumors for weeks. I just didn't want to believe them. Um, I didn't really believe myself. Yeah, me neither. Me neither, but, dude. I thought he was staying there. I said it last week on the podcast. Yeah. Like, in reality, um, I, I don't know why James Harden would want to leave now with the addition of Boogie Cousins and John Wall. Um, but it's looking like he wants out, not showing up to the first day of practice, opening, opening up, um, his trades even more with the heat and the 76ers. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm excited to see John Wallen in a new Jersey. It's like a new beginning for him. He's coming off injury. Um, so I'm super, super excited to see him, especially alongside Boogie Cousins, because I know they already have that chemistry going. But um, yeah. they already have a solid foundation for him to walk into. So, dude, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Okay, so so you don't really care that much that he's not on your team anymore. You just want to see him ball out. Dude, it's same same thing with LeBron. Like, LeBron's not on the, the fucking Wizards. And I'm still going to be a Wizards fan regardless, but I always want to see LeBron win. Um, right, right, but you, but you're not mad that your that your organization just just like lost its, yeah fairly. lost the and you gave up a first round pick too. It wasn't just a one for one swap. Yeah, and it is what it is. I'm not excited at all to see Westbrook in a Wizards jersey. That's that's one thing that I'm upset about. But I'm I'm excited for John Wall though. And so, I saw that big the big uh, Instagram post from Bradley Beal. I know that sucks for him. Yeah. Too, but um. As an organization, dude, that's where he—that's where he was fucking brought into the NBA, Washington. That's where he balled out his whole career. So, yeah, with sucks. those with those the old blue jerseys. Yeah, and the the gang signs and the <laughs> intro dancing, walk-ins, everything, the left-handed dunks on everybody, the 360 layups. I'm yeah, sure he'll do it bro, in Houston. There was, 
there people forget there was so much hype around him in college especially and then go and then going into the nba after he that. has he has the bet in my opinion the best high school mixtape of all time <laughs> yeah he actually might like dude he's up there for sure dude he's a goat of the yeah. ball is life scene yeah i mean besides dude, like but one that I think is good, at least, is at least uh, Westbrook isn't going to be disrespecting the legend Gilbert Arenas, and he's rocking number four instead of zero. Oh, yeah. is he I mean, actually? I, yeah, I know Gil gave Russ his blessing to wear number zero, but, like, fuck Westbrook, yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. What do you guys think about the, the, the number swap between LeBron and AD that's going to happen next year? Dude, I mean, I knew that oh, was going to happen yeah. before last season. Like, they were talking about it, and then Nike was like, no, LeBron, you can't do that. We have, like, a billion of your 23 <laughs> jerseys made. Like, we can't ruin our inventory. <laughs> so, LeBron yeah. was like, ah, oh, fuck it. We'll do it next season. So, I'm glad to see it. Like, I respect that from LeBron, like, passing the torch kind of to AD, giving him that 23. Because, I mean, AD was 23 the whole time on the Pelicans, so – yeah. It's not like 23 isn't his number, you know? And LeBron was rocking six on the Heat, so it's not like LeBron's getting a, like, drastically big change, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it's a good switch for both of them. Yeah, let's, let's I, put I, it I this way. It. LeBron's going to be number six going into his fucking 19th season in the NBA. <laughs> That shit's crazy. uh, And LeBron signed that two-year extension, taking him right to when uh, Bronny will be draft eligible, dude. What I think he's going to do, LeBron is going to ride out that extension, uh, and then once Bronny gets drafted, LeBron is just going to sign that one-year deal wherever Bronny gets picked. That'd be be wild. I don't know if LeBron's only going to play 20 seasons. I just feel like he's in too great of shape, never getting hurt, like just like – an unbelievable athlete never mind basketball player like dude i can't like dude the nba is gonna be so crazy when he's gone like yeah like i feel like every year it's just like who could go against lebron who would be the new face who would be once lebron leaves who do you think would be the new face luca Luca i'd say luca yeah luca really i'd say luca dude he's he's young he's charismatic he's got so much potential like once luca's like 25 26 dude like who's gonna be better than Luca? You know, yeah. right? I feel like unless big... Cade Cunningham comes in and is an absolute fucking animal, I do think. But that's I mean, I, I I think Luca is still gonna be better. I yeah. feel like the big three like young stars that are gonna be like the names of the NBA, maybe even four, would be like a Luca, a Trey Young, like a Jason Tatum, Trey or Zion. Like a oh yeah, yeah or Zion. Zion. True. I think Zion is going to be a face of the league, too. And Giannis as he gets even deeper into his career. Yeah. Like, already Giannis is a face of the league, and he's still so young. I think he's only 25. Yeah. yeah. I think I just, once LeBron inevitably retires, like, Giannis will be the best player when LeBron initially retires. But soon after that, Luka will become the face of the league. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. I do like how Giannis gave the respect to LeBron, saying he was the best player in the world, though, even after getting the MVP. Like, he said that recently, that... Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, LeBron, he was the best player. Yeah, it makes sense after Giannis folded in the playoffs while LeBron won won the ring, you know? Only right to give him that respect. I also saw an interview that, like, really put it into perspective. Like, LeBron was on a talk show, and he was talking about how he's won two of the hardest championships in NBA history that nobody could ever recreate. Which was? Being down 3-1 against the best team of all time. Yeah. And 
coming back and then the bubble. Like he talked about it. He was like, you could ask anybody. Nobody could explain what it was like being in the bubble. You just had to be there. And like, I'm pretty sure everyone could agree to that. That was there. But like, dude, he, that really puts it into perspective. He has four rings, three different teams, beating the best team of all time down 3-1, which is nobody's ever done. Just the 3-1 part, not even respectively the 73-9 team he went against. And then the yeah, bubble. Yeah, the fact that it was both yeah. of those things is just insane. Like, Yo. I don't think anybody could argue that. If he gets one more chip, he's got to be solidified. Dude, I already think he is solidified. Like, LeBron is just so good, and he's been so good for so long. Even though he hasn't had the necessarily the best track record in the finals, you got to give some credit to the fact that he's been in the finals for literally every season the past decade, except for the one year where he was injured for the majority of it. Like, that's that's insane. No matter who he's had with him, no matter what help that he's had, if LeBron is healthy and playing, his team is going to the finals. Like, that is fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but don't you – how weird would that be, though? Like, for LeBron and his son to be on the same team – like, that chemistry yeah, would be, like, would be legendary. Yeah, that would be you don't legendary. think that's whack, though? Like, wouldn't that be, like, your dad just being on the team? Just one dude, if my dad was the greatest basketball player of all time, I don't think I'd give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude, I, mean, I, mean, I guess. It's one thing if your dad is just, like, some normal dad, but, like, your dad is LeBron fucking James, dude. I feel like that's just a different story, you Dude, know? imagine throwing a lob to fucking LeBron James in a fucking NBA game and that being Dude, imagine dad. being LeBron's son and having him throw a lob to you. <laughs> Like, dude. I think I think that did happen though once. I think it was like Ken Griffey Senior and Ken Griffey Junior. I think we're on the same team. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel I feel like you're right, dude. But I know it's never happened in the NBA, so that would be insane, nah, especially yeah. with a player of LeBron's magnitude, dude. Like that would be ridiculous, especially if Bronny ends up being a beast in the league. Yeah. To go back what I, what I was saying though, like. I just feel like it's going to be so weird, especially with us growing up in, like, LeBron's prime and that whole era of just him being the best. Like, I feel like it's going to be so weird after these past 10 years of literally the whole NBA was based around who can beat LeBron. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I feel like it's good. Like, when he's gone, it's going to be like, dude, like, what the fuck am I watching this for? Yeah, facts, dude. That's going to be so weird. Yeah, because when we were first, like, when we were younger and first getting into the league and shit, like, it was – the argument was LeBron or Kobe, who's better? Like that's yeah. how, like that's how long LeBron's been here, been here for. Facts, and then it turned into LeBron and KD. Right. And and now we got LeBron and Giannis. Yep. It's crazy. But the, <laughs> it's not. Of, uh, one thing I one thing I definitely want to talk about, if not now later, is did you guys see that ESPN top 100 players list that came out? Yeah, no. DeMar, DeMar DeRozan got clowned. Dude, oh my god. That list is a fucking joke. I didn't see the like, whole thing, but I dude, saw some. Want to know one thing that stuck out to me? What? They put Tyler Hero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Nick. You're... <laughs> 59th best player in the NBA. Wait, wait. Below him? You got to repeat that, Nick. Yeah, you like that a little bit. Oh, my B. Dude, they put Tyler Hero as the 59th best player what? in the NBA. Oh, dude, the Tyler Hero dude, dick you sucking know is who was out of below control. Him? You want to know who was below him? You mean uh, um, who they ranked worse than him? Yeah, yeah. Who? 
I'll just, I'll just list you a few names. Good. DeMar DeRozan, obviously. <laughs> John uh-huh. Collins. Uh-huh. D'Angelo Russell. Oh, God. Blake Griffin. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, why, what's up with the disrespect of Blake Griffin all of a sudden? Just because he was dude, hurt. I don't know. Dude, there were, there were other people, too. Like, this, this was some ridiculous shit, dude. Yeah. I, who, who made that I, list? Ronnie 2K? I don't even I'll know, like, dude. Some, some have, dumbass is working at ESPN. Dude, if it was Ronnie 2K, dude, they would like, have Zion top 10. Dude, <laughs> dude, Zion was top 20. What? He was top 20? Zion was top 20. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, the list is fucked. That's the list insane. Is fucked. Yeah, forget that list, bro. Yeah, that's 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 wild. Dude, and, and, and you, and you want to know who they had? Oof, like, Nick is really Nick's connection is really on the list in like the eighties or something like that. Who? Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> what? KCP was top eighty. They had KCP on there in like the eighties, and Devonte Graham wasn't even like. What the hell is that, dude? That's yeah, some whack ass shit. <laughs> that, that is wild. I gotta look at that list later because I want to see who was top ten. Dude, I, I, it, the thing is, you can't even look at the full list because, uh, like, you have to pay five ninety nine for ESPN Plus or that oh. bullshit now. But uh, I, I, I remember what the top ten was. I remember they had like, I, I could find that they posted the top ten on on Instagram. So here's the top ten list they have. They have uh, at ten they have Jokic, which that, that's cool with me. At nine, they have Harden, then Curry eight, Dame seven. Dude, that that's that like, I like the players they have in the top ten, but just this order is kind of wrong. Like personally, I would put Dame at nine and then bump Harden and Curry both up one. Yeah. That's the one thing I would change. But then you got KD at six, Kawhi at five, Luca four, Giannis three, AD two. I feel like you could debate like AD and Giannis at three and two, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. And then LeBron at one. So I'm not that mad about the top 10, but like the rest of the list is straight garbage. So wait, so then, so then where's Kawhi? Kawhi's not top 10. Kawhi's at five. Oh, I missed him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They got Kawhi at five, then Luca, Giannis, AD, LeBron. Yeah, I um, definitely would not have Harden at nine. That's that's pretty crazy in my opinion. I, if, yeah, if I were these people, I would put uh, – I, I, like, personally, I think Embiid is better than Jokic, but, like, I understand why they have Jokic at ten. I feel like my opinion is kind of unpopular there. Like, yeah. So, I, like, that, I'm not that mad about that. But personally, I would put a Dame at nine, and then I would put yeah. – uh, He's I, definitely top Harden ten. And, yeah, I'd say Harden and Curry are pretty inter would be interchangeable at eight and seven. Like if if, if you had Harden seven, right. I wouldn't be mad. I'd probably put Curry seven though. Well, and then and- KD KD at six though makes sense to me though. He's like coming off the Achilles injury and shit. But like if KD was fully healthy, he'd probably be like two. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess if you're gonna put it like that, then Dame has to be over Curry. Yeah, but Curry's injury was just a broken hand. Like, I feel like that won't affect him at all. Yeah, but he also didn't really play last season. 
he didn't play last season, but you got to anticipate like Curry is just going to come back and be Curry. Yeah, I and think like he Steph will. and like Steph Curry, like at his best, I I'd say is better than Damian Lillard. Yeah, but for I, sure. I I guess it makes sense why they would put Dame ahead on this list, just because Dame did play last year and he personally played sick. Yeah, but like Dame's team wasn't even that good, you know. So like, I wouldn't put him above Curry or Harden. But, like, I, I kind of understand why they do. Like, I'm not that mad about this top ten. Once you get outside of the top ten, that's where I really start to have some problems with this list. Like, for, they also ranked Bam out of bio above Joel Embiid. And, like, I, I know Bam played what? well in the playoffs and took a big step up this year. But the Heat hype is just out of hand, dude. Yeah. I don't like, know hero at 59, Bam above Embiid, like – you're yeah. just getting brash at this point, ESPN. <laughs> Did you see where uh, Ubre was? Top 20 or no? Dude, Ubre, he wasn't even on the fucking list. <laughs> Holy shit, he wasn't on the list? That's bullshit. Nope. Wow. And you know who was? KCP, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? What? <laughs> All right, How yeah. the fuck is KCP Whoever... on the list, but Ubre is not? Yeah, dude. How is KCP on the list? Dude, that, that's. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't – if there was the sexiest NBA players, Kelly Oubre would be number one, so who cares? Pause, no homo. Pause. <laughs> I mean, well, KCP did rock the the uh, the best on-court accessory ever, so I guess but, I mean, that KCP might did have some – KCP did have some nice games in the playoff. Wait, what? which on-court accessory? The uh, ankle monitor. <laughs> oh, dude, did he actually wear that on-court? Yeah, I'm. I'm almost. I'm almost 100 percent positive. Oh my god, dude, dude, I I, I didn't I'm know what you were sure talking about that. at first. I thought you were <laughs> yeah. talking about like the supreme shooting sleeve or something. I was like, no, nah, that was Jr. Yeah, that was Jr. Um, dude, now Jr. just has a fucking supreme tattoo running up his calf. Yeah, <laughs> and doesn't didn't he have to cover it up? I'm pretty sure. Pretty yeah, sure. yeah, he did. Just like Lonzo had to cover up his triple Bs. Yeah, that's kind of uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Um, wait. So what was I gonna? Oh yeah. So whoever whoever made this list is clearly just just clearly just not uh, clearly like on crack, dude. Like, bro, I I would rank Goran Dragic over Harrow right now. To be honest, I feel like I think they had uh, they might have had that, dude. Oh. They also had like they they ranked D'Angelo Russell so low, dude. Like sixty nine. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I don't know why everybody is down on like if he was in Brooklyn still, he would be top. 40 probably. Dude, I remember it was showing like the last year's projections and he was like 25 or something and now he's 69. <laughs> and and he had a good season. Right. Like even he though his team wasn't shit. winning, he was playing with G League players like fucking Kai Bowman and Juan <laughs> Toscano. Yeah, and like Jordan Poole. Like, you can't expect this man to win games. Yeah, dude, for real. Yeah. Like, Jordan Poole clearly not ready for the NBA. Right. Um, shooting yeah. like sub 40% from the field. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he was terrible. Um, so wait, so yeah, that, that list is awful, dude. Yeah, no, that list is garbage. Um, so wait, all right, oh, we, we talked about KD, so let, let's let's start with one of the uh, one of our first like preseason um previews here. So, what, what are your expectations of KD coming in this season after? After the Achilles injury, because I have no, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, I, he'll be good, well, but like, I just don't know how good. 
Yeah, I mean, I've heard, like, from, like, apparently, like, Karis LeVert or someone said that KD is, like, back, and he's, like, the old KD, and, like, in practices, he's looked like a beast. Really? Like, I, apparently, but personally, I, like, I can't believe that, dude. Like, I, I think KD is still going to be nasty. Like, I still think he's going to be a top 10 player, maybe even top 5 player in the league. But I mm-hmm. doubt he's going to be as agile as he was, like, before he ruptured his Achilles, you know? Like, that is literally the worst injury to have right and I feel like with him being as tall of a guy as he is and as like reliant on his like I don't know like lateral movements and stuff and shiftiness you know yeah like I I feel like he'll definitely be slowed down a little you know but I I don't think that'll even if he is slowed down KD is still gonna be a super valuable player right just because he's seven feet tall he's like a smart player he's an underrated passer he's like in a, one of the best shooters of all time, like KD will figure out his way to get buckets, even if he's not as athletic as he was before. Yeah. I still expect him to be a twenty point per game scorer, but just not like just twenty the same. Well, like at least twenty, you know. Yeah, all right. Like he'll well, get, definitely above. 20. I, he'll probably be like twenty three between twenty three and twenty six. I'd say. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'd keep him around there too because you gotta remember Kyrie's a pretty ball dominant point guard. Yeah, but he might be willing to share the ball more with somebody like Katie, who's who. I'm guessing he has a lot of respect for and and. Uh, no, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying, like Kyrie. I don't. I wouldn't say Kyrie's a pass first point guard. Oh right? hell no! Yeah, he's definitely not. He's definitely more of a score first guard, but like. I mean, especially considering their friendship and stuff. Like, I feel like they'll be able to – if anyone can work with Kyrie, who's shown he has, like, the ability to create issues on his team, I feel like it would be KD. Yeah. Let's just let's just hope Kyrie doesn't think that he's the first option on that team. Sure. Oh, yeah. He better, he better know his place. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. And I've heard, like, you know how Harden wanted to go to the Nets. We were talking about that earlier right. when uh, we were talking about John Wall and all that shit. I heard that uh, the the Rockets were saying, like, in trades to the Nets, we would only accept that if uh, if Kyrie or KD was included in the deal. And I'm yeah. saying, fuck Kyrie, dude. Like, like trade Kyrie for Harden. Oh. Oh, I'd rather yeah. have Harden than Kyrie. Right, and then just run Dinwiddie at starting point guard. Yeah, or just run Harden at the one. Yeah, or you could do that. That's true. Either yeah, or, dude, yeah. but, like – I would do just that. Just go for it. Like, I don't know why we have such this giant allegiance to Kyrie Irving. Well, like, does he have a no trade clause? I don't think so, dude. And, like, yeah. clearly it's a business. Like, you saw the Suns just ship out Ubre's ass, like, yeah. kick his ass on the door on the way out, like, even though he was the most loyal <laughs> Suns player of all time. Yeah. Like, so who the hell cares? Like, get Kyrie out of here and bring us the beard. Wait, did he That would be it? crazy. Did Uber say that he that he didn't even know the trade was coming? Yeah, he he was like he showed in, up to in, practice. In Phoenix though, or yeah, he showed OKC? up to practice at yeah. in Phoenix in Phoenix. Oh, okay. and he was Phoenix. in and he was in the locker room, and apparently everyone was just staring at him like, like they were like the elephant Twitter. in the room. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. a fucking cheek Diallo was like, "Yo, bro, check your <laughs> did you check Twitter today?" Cheek Diallo, Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, how... He he got the news from Cheek Diallo, but it's crazy how nobody would call him or anything. Like he has to find out from Twitter. Like yeah, what the fuck that's is how it that? is nowadays, though. Bro, it's I'm a business. Sure, like, yeah. Only out here, no loyalty from these teams, only from the players. Dude, I mean, yeah, at this rate, like people are tr- 
are finding out that they traded from like just by watching like ESPN and fucking like Brian Windhorst or some shit on there. Dude, like, be, be I, like I, yeah, I all right, this guy's going this this to this place. Yeah, I know I said it before, but it is just so fucked that the Suns released their new Valley jerseys after Kelly Oubre yeah, right. started Valley Boys. <laughs> Have this man out here modeling them and then ship his ass out the next day. Yeah, like, people do wow. say people do people do there's been like gossip around the league like of how like dysfunctional the Suns organization is. So maybe that's maybe that's a testament to it. I don't know. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, I don't know how Devin Booker deals with that shit. Yeah, I mean, well, now they... <laughs> only because they only because they cater to him. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So. So, what do we want to start? Do we want to start off here with, with like, uh, who who we think the the one through eight seeds will be in each division? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Right. So we we can start with the West. I feel like that'll be a little easier to. To figure out, honestly. All right, who wants to give theirs first? So I'll, I'll go first. So for for the West, I'd say one. We probably have the Lakers. I feel I feel, I feel like that's pretty yeah. much a guarantee. Like obviously they won the ring last season. They made a re- some really good moves this year with Montrez, uh, fucking Dennis Schroeder, uh, uh, Marcus Soul. Like they're, they're going to be better than they were last year. So I I right. can't expect them to be anything but the one seed. Number two, this one, uh, I'd probably have to say the Clippers are probably the number two really? seed once again. Yeah. Like, I can't think of another team in the West. What about the that, Nuggets, uh, dude? I, I feel the Nuggets lost some key players. They lost Jeremy Grant, you know. I, I feel like well, that like, will hurt them. Like, Millsap, they re-signed him. He's old as fuck. He's <laughs> going to be in a bigger role this year. Yeah, he's and, pretty I aging. Mean, like I I, I, I can't. What if, I, I feel like the Nuggets are going to be good, but I don't feel like they'll be any better than they were last year. You know, and I but, feel like the Clippers, with the well, actually, we're talking regular season here. I feel like they're going to have Kawhi. The Clippers might have Kawhi load managing and stuff. So I actually agree with you. I feel like the Nuggets could be the two seed. Yeah, but we I'm did. saying like, especially if Michael Porter Jr. breaks out. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. I mean, like, they have so much talent, though. I don't know if he's going to have the opportunity to. Like, I they, they have Will could. Barton. He's going to need his minutes. Like, I don't I don't know what they're going to do yeah, about this, Gary Harris. Yeah, but Michael Porter Jr. got huge minutes in the bubble. Right. And with Jeremy Grant still there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you, you see all the time, you see three players he got a lot of minutes. He got a lot of minutes in there, like, games before the actual playoffs started and like the seeding games but i feel like once the playoffs started his role went down a lot no dude he got he got huge minutes in the play dude he was like key for them he, i mean yeah it was in his it was inconsistent but it was definitely there yeah he was like yeah well, it definitely wasn't that same consistent impact he had before the playoffs yeah. started though like he was like an all bubble team guy or something like yeah. that and I just don't remember seeing those same, like, types of performances out of him once the playoffs started. I just remember it was more Murray and Jokic. Yeah, that's true. I just – I think – So, I mean, we'll see. Like, if he makes a big jump, then that could be huge for them. I, I, I do think they could be the two seed just with how the Clippers are going to be load-managing Paul George and Kawhi Leonard probably, especially Kawhi. Yeah, Paul so George definitely... got the bag too. Yeah, so I, I, I think you're right. I think the Nuggets will end up as two, probably Clippers three. Yeah. Uh, well, sh- shit. After that, damn, dude, that's where it gets murky. What, after Clippers 3? 
Yeah. Do we, hmm. what about probably the Jazz, right? I don't know, dude. I wouldn't put the Jazz at four. That that's what that's what I'm thinking. Or what about there's the got to be Suns? What about the Suns? You know, I, and the Suns are a team. I don't even think they're a lock to make the playoffs. Whoa! What? Like, whoa! That's a hot take, dude. Like, I, I, I definitely think they could, like, as like the seven or eight seed. But I, I don't think they're an absolute lock. Like, you lost Oubre, that's important, and you get Chris Paul to replace Rubio, who's clearly an upgrade. But I mean, like, the Suns were like they, they, they were playing for. They won all their games in the bubble and still didn't get into the playoffs. Like, they were fighting for their lives for like no point, basically. And, like, is Chris Paul going to give them enough to really, like, get over the hump with all these other super talented teams in the West with the other losses they had? Like, maybe, but I wouldn't guarantee it. I think Aiden's going to really stand out this year. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to. I feel like Aiden can definitely make a big jump, though. Yeah, I guess the question with the Suns, though, is just, like, if if – because CP3 is another year older – like we, we like we tend to forget that he's like pretty old. I don't even know what he is at this point. Is he like thirty four or something? something yeah, like something like that. Yo, Plus, you know he's, who I he's always think? been injury prone too. So we don't know if he's how long he's gonna be on the court for. Yeah, oh, yeah. very true. Or, or but now that I think about it, I think who I think will be the four seed is gonna be the Warriors. Okay. Oh yeah. I, I completely. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna fuck. have you're gonna have healthy. They might even I mean, be three. They might even be. They, three. They, they, I I I think they could have been two if Clay was around, dude. Oh, Obviously, hell yeah. that's a huge blow. But I mean, you pick up Ubre. I feel like Wiggins. He, he might have his best year of his career there. I feel like they're gonna know how to use him way better than the T Wolves ever right. did. So you got Cur- so you got Curry, like top three point guard of all time, arguably. You got. Ubre, Wiggins, you got Wiseman, who I think is going to be a beast. Right. You got Draymond Green, who's shown when he has talent around him as a super valuable player. And then, uh, what's it called? I, I feel like they have some other good players that I'm not uh, really thinking of off the bench, too. The hell, yeah, wait, who the hell is on their bench? Uh, I, th- I think they still have Damian Lee. Like, he was a good shooter, but I know they have guys better than that. Oh, they they got Nico Mannion in the draft. Who knows how much he'll play? Yeah, three minutes. Dude, I think their bench is actually shit. Now that I think about it, they gotta have so. Oh, they got Looney. He's a good big man off the bench. Yeah, he's not bad. But like, a lot of teams have better bench players, honestly. So yeah, I'm putting them four. I'm putting them yeah below the Clippers. They they have a lot more talent in their starting lineup than their bench for sure. And you and then, uh, Curry's always good for a missed like week or two, so from injury. So yeah, I got I got them at four. Yeah, you never know what injuries Curry's gonna have to deal with either. Right. I completely five, forgot about them. Yeah, <laughs> at so. five, and I'm saying right now, uh-huh. assuming that everything is the way it is, I have the Rockets, dude. Okay, well, yeah. I give heart. If Harden is still there playing for the Rockets for this season, I have them five. Like, John Wall, I do not – although he might be a little bit of a downgrade, I don't see him as a massive Fuck. downgrade over Russ. <laughs> Fuck. And I'm just saying that because John Wall has not played basketball in two years and is coming off a rupture to kill his. <laughs> and he'll still shoot 10% better than Russell Westbrook. And that's the thing, dude. That's why he's only a little bit of a downgrade because John Wall, I feel like, is a much smarter player than Russ. 
And I feel like he'll help that team operate better. So although he individually might be a downgrade for the team, I think he could honestly be an upgrade, dude. And then you have Harden. We all know what he brings to the table. And then uh, you got Boogie Cousins, who is John Wall's boy, and they're probably going to have some sick chemistry. Uh, You add Christian Wood to the squad. He broke out last year in a big way. That's a great addition. You still got their good guys like Eric Gordon, Daniel House. If he could turn it around, because I'm uh, I'm pretty sure last year he had an ass year. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Yeah, yeah, percentage-wise he had an ass year, but he was still putting up good numbers. You know, it was still a threat for that the defense had to worry about. Yeah. So he's still he's still a good guy for them to have, and and they still got House. Uh, they got. Uh, hmm. I don't really know who else after that, <laughs> that I can think of off the top of my head, but <laughs> so pro- probably some other decent players, like Caboclo or something. He, he's been better the past couple of years. But no yeah. They they could be uh, I think they're gonna be the five seed oh, probably. PJ uh PJ um PJ Tucker, Tucker obviously. Yeah. How could I forget, dude? Yeah, yeah, we'll see what his role is gonna be. I mean, is he still gonna start, come off the bench? Like, you got Wood and Boogie now. Who the I hell is the backup point guard though? I don't think they have one. They, they I mean they don't have rivers anymore, dude. Maybe that yeah. guy that maybe that five seven guy, Chris Clemens, is gonna get some more minutes. <laughs> Dude, Five, they have seven. to have a they. Oh, and they drafted Kenyon Martin Jr. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's probably not going to see much of the floor. Though. Dude, my list is going to be so I, I much different. I can't think of I can't think of who their backup point guard is, but uh, I don't know. They got to have someone. But then and, uh, six would have to be the Jazz, no? Dude, you guys are leaving so much out. Uh the Jazz. No, no. Oh my gosh, I am leaving something yeah. very, very big out. The Who? Mavs. Uh, above, yeah, exactly. The Mavs. Dude. You guys think of yeah, the Mavs? I, I, I got to put the Mavs above the Rockets and above the Warriors. I'm putting the Mavs at four. Drop the Warriors to five. Rockets to six. really the Mavs at yeah. four. But the they Mavs didn't even make four, any dude. moves. Really, they just got yeah, Josh Richardson is, and like a bunch of those rookies. The thing is, last year, the Mavs had the best offense in NBA history, statistically. Like, that's really? not going anywhere. You still have Luka. He's probably going to get even better. Porzingis, he, he, hopefully he's even more healthy than he was this past year, and that would be huge for them. There's also a little bit of room to grow for Porzingis, too. Yeah, still exactly. Good, so he could, and, and I think they had a really good draft with Josh Green and Tyrell Terry. Oh, hell yeah. You got – you got Josh Richardson, who's going to help the defense and be a good shooter for them on offense. Mm-hmm. You still got Hardaway, Kleba, and now you got Dwight Powell back and healthy. That's a like great internal addition. Yeah. Just with the internal improvement from them and Luka being a year better mostly, like I think Luka's going to be an MVP candidate. I got to have the Mavs at four. Okay. Yeah, like, especially dude, I was after like... the fight they put up in the playoffs last year against the Clippers. Like they really put up one hell of a fight, and I could, and they they are going to make a big jump next year, I think. So I got to put the Mavs at four, Warriors at five, Rockets at six, and then the seven and eight seeds. I think it's going to be a fight between a couple of teams, and those teams I'm thinking are going to be one, the Jazz, obviously, yeah. two, the Blazers. Those teams are going to be fighting for those spots. The Suns are going to be fighting for those spots. The, the Grizzlies Pelicans. are going to be fighting for those spots. Right. The Pelicans are going to be fighting for those spots. And 
My big sleeper pick in the West, the T-Wolves, I think, are going to be fighting for those spots. Mm-hmm. I, like, I think their offense next year is going to be insane. Yeah. Like with D'Lo, Cat, those are two of the best offensive players in the league. I think I would go as far to say Cat is the best offensive big man in the league. And Shit. like you, you add Anthony Edwards, uh, he the number one pick. Like who we don't know about his motivation levels, but like talent wise, he's got it. And then right. you have Beasley, who was putting up numbers last year. And I, I don't know, he's fucking Pippin's wife now, so maybe he'll have that uh, that Pippin versatility. And, uh, yeah, dude, the T-Wolves, they have – and they added Rubio back. He'll help out with the defense. Like, yeah. that, team, that, that team is going to be better than a lot of people are expecting. But when it all comes down to it, the two teams that I think are going to end up with those last two playoff spots are going to be <laughs> probably the Jazz, I would say, just because Donovan Mitchell is so good. And they still have all their important players. They got favors back. That's really important. And then probably the eight seed. I'm gonna have to give it to the Pelicans, dude. Dude, all right. I all right, I agree with your your list too. But going off your list, just because I'm sure Brendan's is pretty close to yours. Yeah, that's for I'm 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 just gonna run down my eight, and then I'll let you guys talk about it because mine looks completely different than yours. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this now and I'm going to stick with it through the whole season, no matter what the fuck happens, just to see how close I was. Mm-hmm. But this is what I think is going to happen. I got Lakers at one. I got Nuggets at two. As if everything stays the same and Harden stays, I got Rockets at three. Really? I got, I got the, I just think the addition of John Wall and Boogie Cousins is going to work so fucking well for them. <laughs> I have no idea how good Boogie Cousins is going to be, though. That's my thing. Yeah, you you really can't tell, but I just think if he's remotely close to what he used to be, I think they're going to be super dominant. Uh, I got Warriors at four, just because their starting lineup is just – I think it'll be – if they can mesh well, I think it'll be ridiculous. Uh, I got the Clippers at five. I got the Mavs at six. I got the Jazz at seven. And I got mm-hmm. New Orleans at eight. So we got the same teams. The order is just switched up a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think I think yeah, I, yeah. I think you might be showing a little extra love to your boys, uh, Wall and Ubre there. <laughs> no, dude, believe me. I, I yeah, <laughs> because no, you got to think about it like this. Um, if they still have Clay, you're gonna interchange them at three and four regardless. So I don't think I don't think it's gonna be that big of a hit. Besides their bench is losing a player like Ubre coming off into the starting lineup instead. And I just think if the Rockets mesh and Harden stays and actually likes the team that he's playing with, I think they'll just be like really, really good if Boogie Cousins is half of what he was. Right, yeah. He needs to have that comeback mm-hmm. season. Yeah, and I think he I think he will because dude, he didn't get a chance in LA. He did like he's been hurt for a while. He didn't prove himself in Golden State. I think this is his year to really like show out. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think Nolo, I'm excited to see him play for sure. Yeah. Same with John Wall. Um I think I don't think the Clippers are gonna be a top four seed. That's just my opinion. I think the Mavs are gonna be deadlocked in the center. I do think the Jazz are gonna be seven. And my sleeper is definitely Nola 
Freaking New Orleans at eight. Yeah, man. I'm, I I'm, agree, dude. I'm Ingram, buying into the Zion. hype. A full season of Zion is going to be huge. Yep, I'm buying into the hype, man. I'm, I'm saying they're going to yeah. take that seven or eight seed. And Stephen Adams thing, there. Uh, Don't sleep on Stephen Adams there. Yeah, too. that's true. Stephen Adams too. One thing, uh, one thing that – oh, and they got Bledsoe, too. That's right. uh, kind of a nice – one thing I'm kind of uh, – what's it called? One thing I'm forgetting, though, that's kind of important to mention is that now they have that whole play-in tournament thing where it's like 7, 8, 9, and 10 all play in for those last two seeds, right? Mm-hmm. So the teams that I think will end up getting those 9 and 10 seeds and be in the play-in tournament – I think are gonna. I think the Blazers are gonna have the nine seed. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Sure. Yeah. And ten seed. Hmm. It's it's either the T Wolves or the Grizzlies. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I think I'm gonna go. With, I think I'm gonna go with the T Wolves, bro. I'm gonna make the bold prediction. I think Damn. the T Wolves are gonna be in the play. In no Suns. Oh yeah, I was just about to say the Suns and the T Wolves, in my opinion. Uh, even still, dude, I got, I'm I'm making my bold prediction right now, dude. T Wolves in the play-in tournament. Okay. That offense is gonna be so good, dude. And I, I like I know D'Lo's been getting a lot of hate lately from that fucking ESPN player <laughs> list and people who say he can't play defense. But you know, offense is the best defense, and the T Wolves are gonna have a shitload of that. So, <sighs> and yeah. they made some good rookie picks, dude. Like other than Edwards, they got Jalen McDaniels, like. He's a sleeper, dude. If he ends up panning out, kind of like how I feel like it's uh, Kevin Porter Jr. I don't know. I feel like he's the same type of prospect as Kevin Porter Jr. was last year. Like a guy who like showed highlight plays but just wasn't super consistent. Like if he like has the same impact, especially at the four, which is their position of need that KPJ had on the Cavs, like that could be a big help for them. And then like yeah. – they got – I don't know how good that guy Bomaro is going to be, but, like, I know a lot of other people are high on him, so that could be a good addition too. Yeah, that's true. And then I expect, like, big jumps from guys like, like I don't know, like Naz Reed. Like, I feel like Culver will be way better next year too. Oh, yeah. He, he was he, way uh, better at the end of the season than he was at the beginning. So, I feel like he'll carry that momentum over probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, my, my – uh... Mine is pretty similar to Nick, so we don't have to go over that. Uh, but I don't think – now that I'm thinking about it, I don't, I don't really think the Suns are going to make it. I don't. I just feel like something's going to happen with that, and they're going to blow up somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't think they have what it takes to beat out how fucking good the West is. The yeah. West is just too good, dude. Right. And, like, I would not be surprised if the Suns made the playoffs, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Yeah. All right, let's go to the East. So, for the East, number one in the East, hmm. Dude, I don't think the Nets are going to be number one because they're going to be load managing. Like, even though I think the Nets are going to come out of the East, mm-hmm. I do not think they're going to be number one. I think the yeah. Celtics have a real shot at being number one in the East this year. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,. I mean, I see it, but but I then would... again, then again, I'm gonna have to put the Bucks at number one now that I'm really thinking about it, dude. The, yeah. the Bucks are just such an elite regular season team. Like I, I, I feel like they're gonna be like even better than they were last year, at least in the regular season, with improvement from guys like DiVincenzo and stuff like that, who like started really becoming important for them at the end of last year. 
Yeah. Like, they lost bench guys like George Hill, and, like, they lost Wesley Matthews. But I, I, I don't think those are going to be, like, massive losses for them. I think nah. they're still probably going to be the one seed, especially with another year of Giannis improving and Chris Middleton doing his thing. So I think the Bucks are going to end up at one. I think the Celtics are going to be the two seed in the East. Really? I think. Yeah, I really do. I think I, think I got the Nets be, two and the Celtics three. You got the Nets two, dude. I, like, I, I, I don't think the Nets, although I think they're going to be nasty when the playoffs comes around, I really think the Nets are going to be like the four seed, dude, just because I feel like Kyrie and KD, whether it's because of injuries or, lo- or load management or both, like the season is 72 games this year that neither of them are going to play more than 60. Yeah. And That's like true. when they both play, the, obviously they're going to win, but they're just going to sit out a lot. And that's why I think they're not going to be necessarily a great regular season team. So I got to yeah. go with the Celtics too. Okay. Like yeah. the Celtic, the Celtics got those young legs, you know, like, All right. they, yeah, you, they, you convinced me. I got Celtics too. You yeah. Cel- Cel- I got to go with Celtics too. Three, I'm going 76ers, dude. I feel like they're really? going to be a lot better this year than they were last year. Not I, like, the heat. I feel like they – dude, not the Heat. I feel like the Heat are going to be worse this year than they were last year. I feel like they're going to experience bro. some uh, some Growing post-finals – some post-finals uh, pains, dude, oh. and regression. But, uh, yeah, I got the Sixers three. I feel like uh, getting rid of Horford is a huge move for them. Uh, drafting a player like Maxi is a great move. Adding Seth Curry is another great move. Yeah, so that's all they need is shooters, I, really. Yeah, I think the Sixers made the right moves to help Simmons and Embiid succeed. And I think next year they, they could potentially realize their potential. And I, I, I'm excited to see them play. I think they're going to be a lot more dangerous this year without Horford and with a team that just flows way better together than they were yeah. last year. Number four, I got to go with the Nets, dude. Like, I think they're like, you, you, there's just so much talent on that roster. Like, whenever KD and Kyrie play together, they're going to win games, you know? Yeah. And, like, they're going to, they're going to play, they're going to play enough games to at least, like, lock themselves into the playoffs. And whatever games Levert, Dinwiddie, and Jared Allen are able to get on their own after that is just a bonus. And I think that'll be able to take them to the four seed. And Joe Harris. At five, I got the Raptors, dude. Like, I think the Raptors are going to be worse than they were last year. They lost Ibaka and Gasol. Uh, Lowry's getting up there in age. He's probably going to be a little worse than he was. But Siakam's probably going to be better. Ananobi's probably going to be better. They have one of the best coaches. uh, One of the best coaches in the league. They re-signed Van Vliet for that bag. So, hopefully, he improves, too. And uh, then you got, like, some unproven guys like uh, Boucher – that like have shown a lot of potential, you know, Terrence Davis, uh, even uh, what's his name, uh, Powell, Norman Powell to an extent. So I feel like that team is, even though they're not going to be like, uh, even though they're not going to be like the same contender they were last year, they're definitely a playoff team. And I think the five seed is a good spot for them. At six, I have the heat, like coming off the finals. I know that might be a little low for what, like a lot of other people are thinking. But, like, I know a lot of people are expecting Tyler Hero to make some superstar leap next year. I just don't see it, you know? No, nah, I mean, yeah. And uh, I, I feel like the Heat, they're a team that – I said it, like, all throughout the playoffs. They're a team that plays better than the sum of their parts. But I also feel like that's something that you can figure out. Like, 
if you're a team that doesn't have that one guy, that star player that you can go to and be like, all right, win us this game. And I know some people would say that's Jimmy Butler. I just wouldn't put him in that tier. Like, I, I just I just can't. Like, although they might be good in the playoffs and upset someone, I think the sixth seed is just an appropriate place to put them for their regular season standing. Mm-hmm. Seven, I'm going to have to go with the Pacers probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, they, yeah, they're just yeah, a they... really good – they're just a really good team, and they're going to have some bonus back, so yeah. they're going to be a lot better than they were in the bubble in the playoffs. So that's going to be nice for them. Hopefully Oladipo can return to his old form, and that could be the difference between them being the seventh seed and maybe being like the five seed. Mm-hmm. And then at eight, dude, I got to go with the Atlanta Hawks. Like yeah. They made a lot of really good moves this offseason, picking up Gallinari, picking up uh, – what's his name? Bogdanovich. Those are two huge moves to help them get better. Drafting a Kongu was another one. They really helped fill out their starting lineup and get their bench a lot better. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what their lineups end up looking like and how all these guys play together. Uh, also, like what steps, if any, Trey Young ends up taking. But I think they're going to be the I think they're going to be the eight seed. But after that, uh, for the for the play-in teams. I think number nine is probably going to be the Charlotte Hornets, dude. Like, uh, they were they were right outside last year. Well, actually, Wait, scratch the mat? Yeah. Number, <laughs> number nine, not not the Magic. Number oh, the nine is going to be the Wizards. Number nine is okay. going to be the Wizards, dude. I mean, you got Beal again, who's obviously a beast. You got Westbrook now. Like, we'll see whether that makes them better or worse. But they also, like, they're going to have Rui a year better. They got uh, Denny in the draft. I think that's a steal. Cassius Winston is another steal in the second round. So, uh, yeah, the Wizards, they're, they're definitely going to be a, a decent team. I yeah. just don't know how good they're going to be with, with Westbrook, you know. Like, right. I feel like him and Beal might end up having some uh, some on-court uh, disagreements, you know. So, we'll see about that. And then 10, I got to go with the Hornets. Like, they were uh, they were the 10 seed last year, you know. And, right. if they, and if the bubble included that in the East, they would be in. And they're only going up. Like, you got LaMelo, obviously a huge addition. Devontae's going to be even better than he was last year, and he should have been the most improved player. And you got more improvement from guys like P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges, uh, Malik Monk, if he's allowed to play. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I think they're going to be a lot, a lot better than they were last year and probably snag that 10 seed in the East. All right, well, Nick, we basically have the same uh, teams for the most part, but uh, again, Bird. just in a different order. So I'll just run down my eight of who I think is like, going to officially make it into the playoffs at the end of the season, and uh, we could go from there. So I got the Celtics at number one. Um, I can see it happening, dude. Yeah, I got the Bucks at number two. I got Brooklyn at number three. Mm-hmm. The 76ers at number four. The Heat at number five, the Pacers at number six, Toronto at seven, and I got the Hornets at eight. The Hornets at eight above Atlanta with all their moves. Yes, I do. The Hornets. You don't. You don't got your Wizards in the playoffs, bro. No, I don't. Jason Westbrook. When Westbrook joined the team, they instantly became the 11 seed in my mind. (laughs) Westbrook, dude. I feel like they might. They might make the playoffs, but. Either way, they are—they are on a fucking one-way train to a first-round exit if they do. Dude, they have the depth of a fucking one-inch shallow puddle. 
Huh. Yeah, but like the, but I feel like Westbrook is. I, 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 I don't know, fit. dude. Though that that guy, uh, that guy Bonga, bro. That man's a fucking stud. Isaac yeah, Bonga. <laughs> no, Bonga. I'm gonna again with this one. I'm gonna stick with it the whole season and see how close I get. Okay. Well, I, I, I respect like, it. I respect it. I feel like Westbrook definitely not a bad list because he's got Westbrook's got some decent spacing on this team at least with Bertrand, the the Latvian laser over there, power forward. The laser. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see how it works, and obviously, I'm always going to be a fan. But I, I, I'm banking on the Lamelo hype, and I'm, I'm putting I'm putting my money on that eight seed for the Hornets. Melo. Yeah, mine's mine's pretty similar to like. Here, I'll just I'll just go over it like real quick. Yeah, let's hear it. So we can get into our uh, bold predictions here. Nick, um, Nick, where did you have Toronto? Actually, I want us to know that. Yeah, I'm five. I'm I think. pretty sure I had them at like five or six. I think I had them at five. Yeah, I think you did. Um, so I'm gonna go Milwaukee one. Um, Celtics. I put. It's a tough one, man. Yeah, I was thinking I was gonna go over it quick. I didn't even have it playing because I was too busy listening. I was listening to Knicks. Those top yeah, four just going off the dome. I feel like in the East, the top four are so fucking interchangeable this year, though. Yeah, they really are. I'm gonna go. You know, uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go. Um, South. Do I want? You Dude, know like what? I, I wouldn't go six or like two. Fuck it. Dude, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised. I literally yeah. wouldn't even be surprised. I mean, they got me neither. They got so much shooting now with um, Curry and then Isaiah Joe, who's a good shooter. He's kind of inconsistent. Yeah, they got Shake Mill, and he's a sniper. Yeah, and that's all they need Court really for Ben Simmons, like just spot up shooters. Um, and then I'll do Celtics at three, um, Nets at four, and then. Let's see. Raptors five, Heat six, Pacers seven, and at eight I'll go Wizards, and that's my that's my eight. Ooh. Right there. Yeah. That sounds uh, that sounds pretty good to me. I could see any of our lists like ending, ending yeah, up. Yeah, dude. It's like the West. You could like argue like pretty like you could argue anybody, but like the East, it's like so interchangeable. Like. Dude, you can't like, dude. I wouldn't even be surprised if like, the 76ers or Brooklyn took the one seed. Like, you just you wouldn't right. be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was gonna put I was gonna put Hawks at eight, but like, with all this COVID shit going on and the like, and they have like what like a month to like get to know their teammates and the system and all that. Like, I just feel like they're not gonna have. As yeah, gonna... might have some growing pains. Yeah. So that's about that's why. Um, yeah, I understand that. I can see that all happening. Yeah. All right. So now let's go into our bold prediction. So what do you what do you want to do? One each, two each. What are we doing here? We do one each. One each. Bet. All right. Um. So who who's going first? How about you go first, Brent? Me first. All right. Yeah. So for my my bold prediction. I had like I had a few in mind, but the one I'm gonna have to use is. Let me go. You know what? 
since I'm a Knicks fan, I'll do I'll go RJ Barrett averaging twenty one points a game. That's all I'll do. You know, that's not a bad show. I can definitely see that happening. Nick, you're muted. Um, uh, yeah, either twenty or twenty one. I'll 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 dial it down a little bit. Twenty twenty one. That's that's a big jump, dude. Damn, hey, that's crazy. It's not it's it's not called bull prediction for nothing, Nick. I mean, it's not that it's not true. too crazy of a shout though, seeing it's the Knicks. I mean, yeah, they don't really have anybody else who commands the ball and really needs to score. Like, it's like a volume scorer, so. That is true. Well, on on the same page as that, uh, I, I well, I, I know I kind of touched on earlier how I said like I think the T Wolves are going to be a respectable team in the West, and how like I think they have a real shot of making the play in tournament. So I'll, I I won't say that again. My bold prediction will be Obi Toppin for Rookie of the Year, dude. I really think Is that that's really going to happen. I, I don't know. Do you, do you think so? Like he's the number eight overall pick. Like I feel like a lot of people think well, it's gonna be Lamelo or I'm pretty sure. Wiseman. I'm almost positive Vegas has him as the second second best odds to win it behind Lamelo. So really, dude. Well, Vegas knows what's up then, dude. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, let, I mean, let me think of a, let me think right. of a third one. DJ, you got one? Yeah, I was gonna go with Bull Bull Rookie of the Year. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit more bold right there. I mean, I, I just think he works with the Nuggets, and if he gets the minutes, then I think he'll he'll progress pretty quick in that system, especially with them being a top-tier team in the West. But if, if I weren't to go for that, um, I, I mean, it's not, it's not very bold, but um, I'd just say Anthony Davis, defensive player of the year. I got yeah, that's not bold at all. I got a new bold prediction and one that I'm really standing by. Dude, right. One guy that out of the draft last year I was really high on, even though he only played like, what, three games, was Darius Garland, dude. And I okay. know right. he, had a dis- he had a disappointing rookie season. Like, it wasn't that bad, but it was definitely kind of disappointing, yeah, especially percentage-wise and efficiency-wise. He wasn't great. No. But one thing I've heard – is that in Cavs training camp so far, uh, Darius Garland has been, quote, unquote, far and away the best player. What? I mean, the, the Cavs have some decent talent. Like you got Colin Sexton. You got Kevin Love. You got Larry Nance. You got uh, Drummond. So, like, I could really see Darius Garland, my prediction, Garland most improved player next year. Okay, okay. I could, I could see Garland – shooting like close to 40% from three on like six or so attempts a game. I mean, the man is an elite shooter. Shoney can shoot off the dribble. I could see him averaging close to 17 or so points, like the same type of output Colin Sexton's been putting up. And I think a jump like that with good percentages and some highlight plays, Garland could Garland could be most improved player, if the, especially if these reports are true, that he's looking like a stud. And I believe it, dude. I believe it. Then I, I really think he has a shot. Yeah, I can see that. All right. You want to hear bold? I'll give yes. you bold. Let's hear it. We're saying Kelly Oubre averaging over 20 a game. <laughs> and we're saying John Wall coming back after not playing for two years, coming back an all-star. 
Those are two bold predictions Shit. that will happen in 2020, Dude, season. I would love to see John Wall come back in All-Star. Yeah, He's going to be crip walking down the court. You just watch. <laughs> okay, okay. I like those. Now, those. now, those are some bold predictions right there. That's that's what I was looking for. Um. All right, so what about, real quick, what about our three MVP predictions? Oof. Um, mm. I, I'll, I'll go first. Um, number one, LeBron James. Um, number two. What do you mean number two? LeBron James. <laughs> um, and number three, LeBron James. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> Personally, I think it's going to come down to two guys. Like, I don't think Giannis is going three times in a row. Like, that, that is just insane. And I feel like, especially after his past two performances in the playoffs, people have kind of soured on the Giannis hype, you know? Like, I feel like people aren't going to, like, take his regular seasons, like, into account as much as they have these past two seasons. Kind of like what people have been doing with LeBron. Because you know LeBron could win MVP literally every year. Yeah, it's just unfair. Yeah. So, uh, my number one candidate is Luka Doncic. Uh I think – I think Luca is going to take even that next leap. Like, he went from runaway rookie of the year to all-star starter and potentially top five player in the league. And I think he's ready to make that next jump to MVP candidate. And I definitely think he could do it. And Mm -hmm. uh, the other player that I got to go with, I know you said LeBron, dude, but I mean – he gave 23 to AD. I think he's going to take a little bit of a backseat and let this be AD's team. And I think Anthony Davis is going to be the runner-up for MVP this year, dude. A really good I'm show. Ex- I'm expecting a huge, a huge year out of AD statistically. Like, I- I'm-, I'm talking, like, 26, 27 points and, like, 12, 13 boards and two blocks. Like, a massive Damn. season out of AD. I'm expecting the Lakers to be the one seed in the West, like I said before. And I think AD could very well be defensive player of the year, too. Like, if he wins MVP, he could pull that that double award whammy like Giannis did this year. So, I really think, especially with his switchability on the perimeter and stuff, and I think AD will just take another leap this year as a shot creator and a shooter from the perimeter because he, he already made big steps in that last season. I think he'll just get even better. And yeah, I, agree. I, I, th- I think AD is going to be that runner-up. But I, I got to have the award going to Luka, dude. I just think he's going to have such a big impact on his team. And I think he's going to take even another step. And if the Mavs end up doing as good as I think and getting that four seed, Luka's going to get that respect. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Luka, too, for my MVP prediction. Just because, like, the way he ended the bubble, like that, the, that buzzer beater that he hit from – I don't know. It was at least five feet beyond the arc. Maybe it six. was deep, dude. Like, yeah, that, that, that was crazy. So just the way he ended that season on that note, uh, I think he's gonna come in guns blazing, just ready to roll. And you know I agree. You know it's crazy to think about though, that how many fucking records LeBron has broken, and even in his seventeenth year. He still was breaking records and freaking beating his own statistical like bests in the playoffs. Like, dude, that's just like crazy yeah. to me. So, like yeah. his like forty point performance with like seventy one percent shooting, 
um, when he passed the ball, the game he passed the ball to Danny Green, he missed a wide open three. Like, dude, who the fuck can do that in their 17th year? And he's coming up to his 18th year, and he still looks like he's better than everyone. Like, it's just, yeah. it's incredible. That, yeah, that, dude, that's why, that's why LeBron is my GOAT. It's a big reason why. The million dollars that he says he spends on his body every year is paying yeah. off. Yeah, I mean. For sure, dude. It definitely this man has This man has longevity like we've never seen before. Yeah. He'll be like 150 when he dies. <laughs> dude, I just, I can't see him. I can't see him retiring after like 20. I feel like he has like four to five more years in him. Oh, yeah, so do I. Like, it's, it's just got to be that way. I, th- I think he does if he wants to, but I just don't know if he would, you know, because LeBron is so, like, good about his body. Like, I feel like, especially if he wins another ring or two on the Lakers, I feel like he'll have done everything he's needed to and just save his body the extra work, you know? Do you think that he would just take those last two years and just be like, oh, well, I did everything, like, in my career. Let me just go chill now. Like, I feel once like he'll play his until contract he can't. Once his contract expires, I think I, – I, I definitely think there's a possibility LeBron could do that and yeah, just I relax just, and live the retire, especially with all the other, like, things he's involved in, you know? I, I just don't see him doing that. I don't see him like a like a, like a talk, talk show guy or anything like that or trying to do something after he no. retires. Like, I feel like he's the type of guy to uh, no, play be- until he can't play anymore and then just go chill, like live the rest of his life by himself with his family. I feel I feel like he'll be an owner, like like MJ. I don't even know if he would do that. I'm pretty. Didn't he express? Didn't he say that he wanted to be? He probably buy LeBron the NBA. The <laughs> he probably could. Yeah. He'd probably he just buy, buy the, the whole NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all that China money. That Nike contract. Nice, he has yeah, like his own town. <laughs> I know. That but, Nike facility that's like named after him. It's like literally a whole town. Wait, is that the is that the one that Drake did his music video on? Dude, who knows? Oh, but you know who a, who a good dark horse MVP would be is Devin Booker. He's oh, a good MVP. dark horse. Dark horse MVP. I'm telling you. That's a, dude, look, that's a look fucking what... midnight black horse MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but don't forget what he did in the in the um. Regular season bubble, and look at what Kate and look at the impact CP3 had on Shy on Shea Gilgis. So I mean that is true, but I, I just cannot see Devin Booker making that big of a leap, and the Suns would have to be no. a serious contender for that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see him. I don't see him doing it. I'm just saying, I would throw a couple bucks on that. A dark horse uh, MVP candidate that I could see, depending on uh, what's it called how uh, good he is this season could uh, potentially be Jason Tatum. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's a, I feel like he has the same odds of doing that as Devin Booker. But I feel like his team is just going to be a lot better. Oh, yeah. And that's what sure. could give him the edge. Right. That's true. That's true. I feel like if we're going dark horse, we got to throw. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to say anything. It's stupid. Do you want um, John Wall. No, 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 like a Joel Embiid type player. I feel like if we're going that far. I was thinking of saying mm. that. Like Jokic or somebody? Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, Jokic, maybe. Yeah, that Jokic is true. 
Jokic could very well be a candidate. Because if they if they just put up big numbers and play like they've been playing, but progress that little bit to make that jump, I feel like any player of that caliber could be in the running. But in reality, it's so t- like tied up at the top. Like that top ten's not changing anytime soon. So right. Yeah, MVP is going to be up in the air this year for sure. There's so many good players. And wait, knowing wait. knowing how they do LeBron every year, I don't think it's going to be him, but I just want to see him get another one, man. Like, it should be him every fucking year. And <laughs> being, being in his 18th year in his career now, and if he has the same year as he did last year, I don't see how anybody could argue that he's not MVP. Yeah. He orchestrated this whole Lakers run. Oh, like, for sure. How can you not? Yeah, I know. Um, but so be- wait, before we wrap this up, Nick, do you know where they had Jamal Murray on that list? They had him pretty high. I know they had him above Westbrook. Really? Uh, they, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sh- he was either in the 20s or the teens. He oh, was okay. he was high on the list, bro. Because I forgot to mention that they disrespected him a few weeks ago, this 2K rating. I think he was like an 84 or some shit like that. Yeah, it was bullshit. Dude, they're disrespecting a lot of people with these 2K <laughs> they ratings. really are. Zion's a higher rating than Jamal Murray. That's ridiculous. That is insane. Dude, like Tyler Hero was like the same rating as Jamal Murray. Yeah, what the f- – like how? Just because he has a song with Jack Because everyone loves to suck <laughs> yeah. his dick, dude. That's insane. Like white white kid people... in the NBA? No way. <laughs> white like, kid in the NBA who takes tough shots and thinks he's black. Who's not six, who's not who's Literally. not seven foot? Who's not seven foot six eleven? Who doesn't win the NBA championship and looks at the camera and growls against the best player of all time? <laughs> oh man, he snarls. Spends, spends his first million on jewelry. Yeah, right. Which Lamelo I think did. I he gets fucking that grill. Yeah, that was so stupid. The yeah, you saw Lamelo's grill. That shit was yeah. iced out. Yeah, I saw that. He could have. He could have. He could have been bought that. Like, yeah, he probably did, dude. That that kid probably has so much shit, bro. He grew up in a mansion in Chino Hills. Yeah, he got a Lambo yeah. for his 16th birthday. Yeah, like they did all he get got something for getting drafted too. Then Lavargan or something. Pretty sure he did. Who knows? He probably, probably bought him, dude. He probably bought him a hotel. <laughs> probably but yeah i mean the like people just i guess they forgot what jamal did which i don't know how but whatever dude was fucking going crazy in the bubble yeah i know with a but little that's... incentive <laughs> yeah i can't forget about that and, oh, and the three this 360 layup he had oh man i mean it's no john wall but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess not all right, um, so I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, we'll definitely be back uh, talking about preseason and right before the season starts for sure. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Hopefully, Jello Ball drops 10 threes in his debut and I'll have something good to say. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, I really want him to prove all that fucking haters and critics that say he's shit wrong. That Me buff, too. That buff, tatted motherfucker. Dude, he got his whole body tattooed in less than a year. Who does that? Dude, that man is inked. Oh, dude, someone who has a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> yeah. He had to sit in that chair for at least over two weeks. Probably. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he wasn't he, – I'm pretty sure he was unemployed at the time, so. Yeah, he was just I mean, working out in some gym. Yeah. yeah, unemployed, but the revenue stream through his family was incredible. Right. Yeah, dude, just the merchandise. Yeah, I know. 
So uh, that's it. Yeah, I think that about. Yes, yeah, I so. think the, I think that covers it for tonight. Uh, make sure uh, everyone to check us out on Instagram at thebrickhouse.pod and uh, tune in on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are that's where we're at every time we upload. So make sure to tune in, give us that five star rating. Uh, add uh, add yourself as a new brick to this foundation. Hell yeah.